Okay. And so, the funny thing is, like, I'll be driving, right? And I yawn. I'll yawn when I'm driving, right? Because you get bored, you're tired, right? Yeah. Um, have you ever wondered, like, because obviously it's silent to the people next to you. Are they looking at you when you're yawning and just think that you're, like, like screaming at them? You ever thought about that? Screaming like, has them? that thought ever crossed your mind? I mean, I know it's not that big a deal, but... My thing has always been, if I'm in the car and I have a song on and I'm singing, do they think I'm just talking to myself? Or doing like a Bluetooth and three phone call uh, thing. See, I've thought about that too, but like in that situation, if you put a little head nod into it, they know like, yeah, he's jamming. Yeah. Like he's got a good song on. Either he's jamming or he's got some good news. But are you out. just like, just like still head, like no beat? Nothing That's probably how it is for me because you know I'm just two hands. Oh, sorry, hands at ten and two, sorry, staring guys. forward. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am, I'm always scared that I'm gonna get put onto YouTube because I get full on concert performances in my car. There we go. As long as you don't get caught picking your nose. <laughs> I love catching people picking their nose. I'm like, not going to lie. more often than you If I I only pick my nose when I'm driving if I'm on like a highway. Because I don't want that moment of coming up to a light with the finger up the nose. you got a car <laughs> next to you. But if I'm on like 380, 75, 121 and I got some stuff up there. Do you ever like. I'm excavating. Do you ever like. like Sometimes it's like a, like a needed pick. Yeah. Like at a light. Do you ever like scoot up like to the the right angle to where like yeah mm. i'm good yeah i've done that where i make yes. sure no one can see in yeah right? well the thing i do if i'm hanging out with her for a long time like on my way home if i've been with her for like two it's like oh i can breathe so much better <laughs> yeah, i agree this is the our advice your problems podcast i'm hunter that's cody and we also have returning guests cats you've got problems we've got advice maybe cody has some advice for you today but before we get into that Make sure you stay for the last question of the day, which is, should I charge my friend interest for being late on a payment and not honoring our deal? So, Cody, what is your advice today? I need advice. Okay. Okay, so it's not that big a deal, but I, I was thinking about it the other day when I was trying to take a nap, right? And I was like, what, what does everyone else think about while they're laying there trying to go to sleep? You know, like if you can't just immediately fall asleep, like maybe like five minutes, you're not on your phone. What are you thinking about? What calms you down? What just mm. satisfies? Like, okay, for me, I'm very ADHD. I, I need to be moving around. So it's weird. I started this when I was in school. If I was just like laying there closing my eyes during class, I would, I would imagine myself like running, like running through the school or something that calmed me down, not to be like shaking my leg or like moving around because huh. imagining myself running or being in a race or doing some sort of movement, it calms me down. I don't know. It's weird. Is that... No, see, for me, I rarely have issues falling asleep. Like, it's... Me too. Yeah, it's rare. Like, head hits head pillow, pillow within five minutes. Right. Um, the few times it does happen to me, I don't have a certain thing I think about. What I'll do is I'll open my phone and I'll start playing, like, a some mindless YouTube video. Like, I don't ever... You know how people watch, like, people stream video games and stuff? Yeah. I never watch that, except if I'm trying to go to bed, there's one dude who does it, and I'll put like just an eight-hour video of him doing it on. Really? And then within ten minutes, I'm out. Yeah. 
And it just keeps going? Like and it just keeps sleeping. going, what? and then I, I wake up, and he's, you know, on the final lap of Mario Kart. What, and he's is very he playing happy. Mario Kart? Well, it's all types of games. Oh, you're playing everything? Mario Kart's I can't cool. imagine the sound of Mario Kart in the background with commentating. It's something that's soothed. That's soothing sleep. How'd I get four? <laughs> and then I have... And like the ADHD stuff too and so mm-hmm. my brain's constantly going and I'm kind of the opposite of you Cody I have to like literally just focus on my breathing I'm like breathe in breathe out and that's the only thing I can think about for me to be able to fall asleep and that calms you down yeah. unless your mind is just, yeah, just keeps shut going off. okay alright that's fair I like it yeah. our first question of the day I want the wife to work full time but she doesn't want to I think it might be good that we have Cass here for this question. Okay, here, uh, this is my immediate response. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I'll leave First off, everyone shut up for a second. We're sourcing these from Reddit. If you want to submit questions, do that on Spotify or any of our social medias. Go here, ahead. Here's my stance on the wife working or not. Okay. If you have kids, one kid, three kids, five kids, I don't care. You don't have, I don't think the mother should have to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you don't have kids and the husband, I mean, I think you need to be doing something. You can't... What are you doing if you don't have kids at home, right? You can't clean every day. Like, it's going to be clean enough, right? Yeah. Um, now, yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. All right. But, but if you are staying home and your husband is out there working, when he comes home, mostly everything should be done. Yeah. The house should be clean. Dinner should be pretty much ready. Yeah, if, if your job is work and her job is stay-at-home mom, that, that, then that's, that's kind of her domain at that point. Exactly, like that should be done. Now, you, you know, I'll cut the grass on the weekend. That's fine, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, like the manly stuff. But like laundry, I think should be done. You want a burger grilled? I got you. Yeah, the dogs should, you know, be good. Yeah, they should be fed. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'll that, walk them as long as you. Feed oh yeah, them. I'll take them out to the dog park or take them on a walk because I don't want you doing it, but. Yeah, I mean that's. that's I'll, I'll, I'll put my I mean, input. It's pretty simple. I'll give my initial advice last. You can go ahead, guess. Yeah. Returning guest. <laughs> I mean, firstly, like as much as I would love to stay at home and do nothing, I am very lucky to have my own job that I am very passionate about, um, and I love so much. Uh, but if given the opportunity to stay at home, it would be like like you said have like have the kids like being the mom or the stay-at-home wife like that's the job i don't think i personally could do that just having like nothing there because what am i gonna do like i can't just sit around Mm -hmm. so um i definitely do agree that like i mean yeah if there's no kids at home like if you have the means to do it by all means do it yeah but me personally i like to have something to do and that just does not sound fun to me i feel like my advice is going to be or my thoughts are going to be a mix of the two of y'all's so i say obviously if you don't have kids if you don't have kids the two you both need to be working Mm -hmm. if you do have kids either you know the husband can work and or yeah the husband can work and the wife can stay home or y'all can both work you know Mm -hmm. if you you know especially if the kids are already in elementary middle high school and, you know, especially if you got maybe a family member in the area, like both my parents worked, even though, you know, my mom didn't really need to work. My dad made like 80% of the money. Mm-hmm. But both my parents worked, and then my both my grandmas lived within five miles of the house, so they would babysit me. So I think, you know, if you don't have kids, both need to be working. And 
if you do have kids, either one or two of you need to be working. But I I'd actually even lean towards, I think the best thing to do if you do have kids, if there's a family member in the area like a grandma that can babysit, that's the best situation because money, you're going to need more money if you have kids. I mean, And babysitting mm -hmm. or like daycare is Day expensive. Yeah, yeah. childcare is extremely expensive. Yeah. I think, so with the children's side of thing, I agree with you all. Now, if you're both, you don't have kids and you're both working, I think as long as one of them is making enough money, I think the other person still needs to be busy like let's say they just volunteer right or even mm -hmm. like work at a church or something like that i don't mm -hmm. care if you're making well, money. If you're making money if you work at a church not necessarily if you're volunteering right mm -hmm. oh okay well, i mean i don't know how we well, said volunteer or work something. at a church and or yeah like, or you could some get paid something i think what you're trying to say like is like do something don't just sit there and freeload off of the person who's making all the money exactly like, at least do something to fill your time whether it's like you said volunteering or mm. making a little bit of money with like a side business or something yeah. like that and my thing I've always because I'm big on like personal finance and all that so like anytime like I'm in a serious relationship like I look at how much I'm making how much she's making and like be like okay if we moved in together you know how would this work and all that mm -hmm. and so yeah I think for most couples if you don't have kids 90% of the time unless you're in a situation where like one of them is a doctor or a lawyer or a professional athlete. Probably better for both to be working than not. You've been helped. Next. <laughs> oh, snap. My bad. Yeah, we do have to actually read the content, <laughs> not take our assumptions. Yeah, good job there, Cody. Uh, we are in our late 20s and have one baby together. We've been running into financial issues. We do okay on like our bills and our rent is paid on time. But we don't live comfortably. We live in Mississippi, and I work full-time and make around 40000 a year. And my wife works part-time, and she makes about 20000 a year. Some dumb financial decisions were made. Ooh, I can commentate on that. I spent $4,900 on an engagement ring. She wanted a big carrot, so I wanted to get her a ring she's happy with to wear. And then my wife dropped her online university classes because it was difficult balancing a baby and working. My wife doesn't want to work full-time because she wants to stay at home with the baby, but her mom offered to watch our baby. She doesn't mind. She loves to spend time with her grandchild, free of charge, but my wife doesn't want to do that because she wants to be there with our, own, with our one and only baby. She hates working. She complains about working all the time. Even when she's at work, she's texting me saying she wants to go home already and be with her family. She wants to be a stay-at-home mom one day, but the way our finances are moving, it's not possible. We're just not on the same page on this. I feel like my initial advice is perfect. Let, or if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, especially if this is like a baby to toddler, mm -hmm. then, okay, let her stay home if she really wants to, but your finances aren't in a great space, so especially once this baby gets to be two to three years old, let the grandma babysit. And have her go back to work. Yeah, I agree. Like, get to that point where you're financially able to do it. Because it sounds like that they're not in that place to yeah. where she can do that. Now, if this was me personally, what I'd say, like, let's say it's me and you. I'd be like, baby, I know you really want to stay home with the kid. We're not going to be able to get our bills paid if you do that. So grandma and grandpa are going to be watching <laughs> well, this baby during the daytime it, while we both You have to put work. it as, it's just for a season. It's just for a season. Yeah, I understand you want to take care of the kid. You but sound a lot like Dave right there. Because it's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> the kid's not going to remember. Exactly. The kid's yeah. going to remember. Not from one to, not from zero to three. I remember three. 
I remember three. I remember three. I remember Easter's. I remember being in the hospital. You don't remember Easter's when you were three, huh? Yes, I do. Anyways, long story short. (laughs) When does your memory start? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. When does your memory start? My first image is from my first fourth birthday. That's my first image. I have a lot from three. I have, I remember my first memory is Easter. I remember riding on the back of my dad like a cowboy and a bull. I remember going into the hospital and all that. Obviously, you're going to remember that. I remember waking up during tonsil surgery. I remember a lot from being three. Only half of it was good. I remember being born. Well, good for you. I don't want that memory. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a little traumatic. Uh, Cass, were you going to contribute something? Uh, I was just going to get back to the podcast. Like main part, Dang but um, getting off track here. She keeps us on track. Exactly, um, but yeah. Why are you better at podcasting than we are? I, I just I'm cool. We've done like seventy episodes all time. But it does better, sound so it does sound like better. that they need to have that conversation with each other and um, just bring up we're not in the place to do this, but mm. let's work towards where we can get, be in the place to do that. Yeah. Like with me and Cass, let's say we get married one day. What I'd want to do is we both work, and then that way we can save up more, travel more, retire earlier, you know? As opposed to if, you know, it's just me working, then it's like, well, I'm going to be working until I'm 75. Yeah, and then it also just kind of sounds like maybe, like, because like I said earlier, like, I'm lucky enough to have a job that I love. That's important. Maybe she needs to find something else to do something that she loves rather than, because it doesn't sound like she has a very fun time being there. Hey, that's a Dave line right there. We help people do work that they love. Ken Coleman assessment. $30. Actually, $25 right now. But if you call in, you'll probably get it for free. All righty. You have now actually been helped. You didn't I... drop that much last episode. Oops. What? You didn't drop it. You've been helped that often last episode. I think you hit him. Oh. I don't remember, to be honest. Uh, my dad constantly makes me feel bad for quitting my first job. Ooh. I think I think I should go ahead and just read it. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. There's not much we can work with. Okay. I started in December and quit in April, so about five months. There were three assistant managers. One of them was dating a coworker, and on my first day, they kept disappearing into the back and left me up at the register. The same assistant manager tried more than once to set me up with another coworker who was a minor. The other assistant manager was late constantly. We had a book where we were supposed to write down who came in late and or who called out uh, the day of. And if you were in it more than once, you'd get in trouble. She was late every single day of me being there, but her name never got written down. The shift lead slash assistant manager harassed me. We were good friends at first, but she got involved with another coworker's cousin and it didn't end well. And she wanted me to help her stalk him. She would text me when her ex came over and would say she locked herself in the bathroom because she was scared of him. One time she asked if the reason why I didn't have, um, and I will. Ooh, we <laughs> Can I this. read it? No. If the reason I didn't it. have any breasts was because <laughs> I was Asian. She was also spread rumors about me saying that I was waiting for the minor coworker to turn 18 so we could date, even though I specifically asked her to keep us separate. They also never gave us anything to do. There was two registers, but four cashiers. But they would constantly get on our butts for not doing anything, which I get. But if you want us to do something, tell us. They'd also never train us train us to help us in the aisles. So I don't know what else 
there was we could have done. The Swift lead slash assistant manager got fired a few days before I quit, and everyone wanted me to stay. They say I could come back anytime I wanted and use them as references for future jobs, but I still quit. My dad makes me feel bad for it every chance he gets. He said I should have just done my job and gone home instead of interacting with drama, but I never purposely interacted. I was constantly dragged into it, and it was draining. Should I really not have quit? I thought I was doing the right thing, but I don't know anymore. Should I go back to shut my dad up? That was a toxic mm. workplace. You should have quit. I, Be I respectful to your dad, but explain the situation to him. You can just, here, send him your Reddit link. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame them yeah. for quitting. It sounds like the, like just said it was a toxic workplace, and you can find another job elsewhere. I, this is one I kind of wish that we had, had given advice before we read the context, because my initial advice would have been a lot different. I was thinking, oh, it's probably 16 years old, lazy teenager, not wanting to work. Yeah, he's going to give you crap for it. Yeah. After reading all of this, I understand. Yeah, it's probably good you got out of there. And another thing with the workplace drama, like, there's been workplace drama that I was never, I've never been a part of any of it, but I've seen it happen. And it's usually the crowd that goes drinking together after work. So you stay away from them. Yep. But in this situation, it wasn't your fault. You just got drug into it. And, you know, it's not your fault. It just happened around you. Go find a different job. It sounds like it wasn't an important job. It sounds like a retail job. There are thousands of those out there. There are thousands that probably played the same or better than that one. And there are thousands of better jobs doing other things. No, you should not ask or go back to shut your dad up. That was our ultimate question. Man. You've been helped. All right. Business owners. How do I politely say no to a pushy friend asking me to teach her my side business on how to make balloon walls, balloon designs, etc.? That's such a good question. Uh, <laughs> especially mean, the balloon walls and balloon designs. I want to hear about those. So, like... In all honesty, that stuff's actually not that hard. I took a balloon class for my job, actually. And so I, I, I learned how Wait, to Wait, you took this. a balloon yeah, class? Yeah, I, I took a balloon <laughs> designing like class. I'm, I teach like floral design and things like that. And so one of the things that I learned this summer specifically was how to make, how to do fundraising with balloons. And so I learned how to make balloon arches and things like that. And I was just lucky enough to have that access to it. But, I mean, it's not that hard to do that, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and so, yes, I know there's little tips and tricks to help you get to, or like, amazing standpoints and things like that. But I don't blame this person for kind of, like, from what it sounds like from just the topic. Yeah. It sounds like they don't want to share their tips and secrets because I was about to say, this is more of a business thing business, than a balloon like, See, like me, if, if you just wanted to know how to do it for a birthday party... Uh, I would gladly share with you my knowledge, but if you wanted to start a whole business when I have a business in that little area, I'm not going to give you that information because I don't want you competing over here because that's going to take customers away from me. Yeah, here's what you you've do. been in a situation like that. Here's what, here's what you do. As what he does, he says, you can work for me. I can hire you if you want to learn. So you get help that way. And then you have her sign a non-compete agreement. Mm. Now she can't compete with your business, with your customers. I like that. And I think, so when it comes to a side business, like, I'd be freely telling her, like, hey, here's my advice for starting a business. But I'm not going to help her start a business that directly competes with me. I'm not going to tell her anything about how to make balloon walls and designs. But if she wants to know, like, hey, how do you go about 
setting up an LLC, you know, getting the word out there about your business. Oh, I'll help you yeah, all that, day, all night. Yeah, that's different. But yeah, she's, I bet, well, what are you trying to do with this business? It sounds like she wants to start making her own money doing it, right? Yeah, hence a business. I would just say no. All right. Just like, no, it's okay. I just, I don't, I don't like teaching. I just kind of do my own thing, but. Yeah. But there's some cool stuff on the internet. That's where I learned. All right. But I think that's, I think that's how you leave it. Let's get to the context. I have a. What are you doing? I have a friend of 20 plus years asking me to teach her my side business. It's my outlet, and I enjoy what I do. It makes me side money. I don't want to ruin the friendship, but I also don't want to share the three years it's taken me to teach myself my own business. How do I say no, politely, but firmly enough to where she won't ask me again, but in a way that she should be supportive of me instead? Side note, this friend has never made a purchase from me directly to support my business. I don't think the side note matters, but... I mean, I, my advice hasn't changed. Like, I mean, if it was just, like, somebody who's like, I need it just for, like, a little party and I don't want to spend outrageous amounts of money, like, just help me out with this. But it, for me, I'm kind of getting the vibes that this friend wants to start her own It's the vibe thing, because this guy, I'm a, a girl, whatever, who owns this business can tell the vibe from this person that it's not in good heart why she wants to yeah. learn it right she's like yeah you know, you're making money from it oh let me make some money from it oh yeah that's which i feel like that's just wrong to do to friends like if they're in a certain business like it'd be like if you came up to me and you said hey man can you teach me how to make like beard oils i want to sell them or if i went to you and i was like teach me everything about the roll-off dumpster company i want to start that like no <laughs> yeah like that's weird yeah like this is my business you're not taking it from me exactly you've been helped <laughs> <laughs> On our last question of the day, should I charge my friend interest for being late on a payment and not honoring our deal? This is the reason I picked this question, and I love this question, is because there's Hunter some owns, history. Hunter owns owes me how much? It's like trillions. What's the biggest number you can think of? Quadrillion. It's like one number under infinity. Infinity. One number less. So wow. when I was back in school, I made a bet. <laughs> not just school. This is like third grade. Third grade. And we don't have to go into the details, but I made a bet that I knew I was going to win. I said, Hunter, I bet you if I get this. No, no, no. Let's go into detail so they know how BS you make in this bet. No, no, don't go into all the detail on it. Either it was way, if he won I, an no, award that he knew ahead of time he would win. Yeah, and I said, I bet you 25 cents I'm going to win today. I knew I was going to win. Yeah. And my name gets called. And But Hunter, you took the bet. I did. You did. It was rigged, but I took and, the bet. And he never hey. paid my 25 cents. And so I said, hey, since you're not paying me every day, I'm going to double how much you owe me until you pay me. And this is, you know, my third grade self making this up. Like, yeah. I was like, you know future businessman like yeah. in the room right he's gonna pay me a dollar in two days yeah <laughs> yeah and so he's never paid me that yet we're 24 now it's a lot of money it sounds like to me Trillions. you just didn't do your research to see if he knew that information beforehand so now, that's on you i, I usually don't mm -hmm. assume that bets are rigged <laughs> true i understand <laughs> the that. school had called his mom the day before to tell him he'd be the star of the week or whatever <laughs> but i would Mm, I, I gotta read, we gotta read it. First. Okay, well, I, I just I think we should all give initial thoughts without own context. Should I charge my friend interest for being late on a payment and not honoring our deal? First, depends how close with friends. Second, depends how much it costs. Hey, this is gonna ruin your friendship. Not so necessarily. Eh, it could. Like could. ours is just joking, but it's yeah. for real. Um, it's been a strain on our friendship. <laughs> it's, if really, I'm being honest. Really, it's it's every week. Um, I think if if it's your friendship that you really like, I don't know what you call it. Like, 
you know this guy. Is he going to pay you back or not? You're doing this to force him to pay you back because he's no. not listening to you and he's not responding to you and he's not giving you your money back. I don't even know. I like the interest, but like... I feel like it's weird it's so to do weird. with a friend. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, I am I mean, I'm a very... I like to consider myself a very giving person. Um, if somebody I know who needs help, like, I would... If I'm able to, I would love to help them out. But it gets to that point of, like, there's somebody who always needs help. And mm-hmm. it's like, hey, they're, they know that you're they're going to come to you because they know that you're, you're not... Help them. You you're don't want to be seen as a pusher. And, and you're not... It, exactly. Like, and you're not going to give them too much crap about it. But it, you don't want to be seen like a pushover. And so, like, I think setting those hard boundaries of, like, yeah, you're going to charge me interest, and here's exactly how much interest you're going to charge me, or I'm going to charge you. Until you pay me this back. So, do you really want my help or not? Just so that you're not screwed over in the end. It's okay. true. It's a struggle with people that continually would ask. I haven't, like, I've seen it happen to other people. I, nobody I would, really asked me for stuff. I would say communicate it ahead of time. Just be like, hey, man, you've owed me, whatever, it's 500 bucks for two months now. If I don't have it by the end of next month, I'm going to start charging you interest on it. Don't just come up to him one day and be like, hey. You owed me five hundred. It's been three months. It's now five fifty. And explain to him why. Like, don't be like, just leave it at that. Be like, dude, because I need this money back. I gave it to you because I saw you mm-hmm. needed it more. But now I need this money. Yeah, I need it back. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm twenty two year old male renting out my place under the table to a friend, twenty two male as well, and supposedly because he's working a gig job under the table himself and the money hasn't been coming in yet he says he isn't able to pay me yet additionally he left after one month when he was supposed to stay for three this left me majorly hurting for cash or majorly hurting for cash there you go and i would most likely have to take on a lot more debt this school year now as a result i told him he can just pay me rent for the first month when he can but my mom and another friend are angry on my behalf and are saying I should charge him interest and demand he pay at least 50% more. Ooh, 50. I'm not sure if this is the right way to go. Is it? It is true that this irresponsibility majorly hurt me financially, but I feel like doing this would be the death knell for our relationship thoughts. Okay, one, that's not a good friend if he's already doing this to you because you got to mm-hmm. understand if you're, like, as a landlord is what he is... If you're not collecting payment, you're screwed. Right? Yeah. And so if this friend doesn't need that, I don't even be friends with this guy anyways. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like the brightest guy. I, I, I want to also say, because there's the money side and the friendship side of it, if you are going to charge him interest, 50% probably a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. A lot too much. It just sounds like, well, the original agreement that they both had was, hey, you're going to rent out my place for three months. And then not only did the a friend back out of it by only staying for a month he still hasn't even paid him mm. for that one month and so not only did the friend <laughs> I burped, you burped again oh my god so loud. I, I just ignore it now directly into it <laughs> but so not only did that first friend break that contract but now or not even necessarily contract but that agreement now the second friend is not only wanting to turn around and change the agreement even more like what they agreed upon was renting it out for three months i think that is what he should pay for and then maybe charge the interest on top of that because he has been paying but like he also did tell him what was it that he only have to pay for the first month cool so he changed the deal again 
So it sounds like they're both be making irresponsible money choices and not really thinking it through. They should have had a set plan with like set rules before they go. Yeah, it definitely should have been in pen and paper. This is what's going to happen. Sign it. Or that's your legal document. I don't even know how you do all that, but mm-hmm. I mean, you're college students. But I mean, it is all under the table, though. So he's making his money under the table. He's charging for rent under the table. I don't know how much you can actually make legal <laughs> in this situation. It just but sounds like a lot worth. of very poor decisions, from my understanding of this. No, I mean that's. It seems like both sides made a lot of very poor decisions. I, w- I wouldn't do the interest thing, but I would tell him, like, let's say, like today's what. July or August, whatever. I'd be like, hey, by September first, you owe me this money. Yeah. Or I, I'd make it. I'd make it a month. Yeah, give yeah. a month. Or I'm, I'm doubling it. You All pick. Right. Like, just make it like outrageous. You 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 love the the double the, the debt. <laughs> just double it because you're not going to want to. Doesn't pay work it. on everyone. If he owes him, <laughs> uh, let's say you know a thousand bucks, you don't want to pay two thousand. Yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, I don't I don't know what else. Um, I think my only thing to add here is I, I wouldn't double it. I'd just start telling them, hey, maybe I'm going to start charging you 10, 15% interest a month. But either way, it is more of a question of friendship and interpersonal relationships than it is about dollars and cents. So that, for once, I'll not be the dollars and cents guy. I'll say that's the wrong uh, way to look at this. I'm just kind of getting to that point. This is probably somebody you don't need to be friends with anymore if they're just still doing that. Yeah. Fair enough. Can I add something about Cass real quick? This is her second time being a, a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. She really got comfortable quick because the first episode she sat to the side and she would tap me she'd tap me with one finger on the knee to tell me like, Hey, I have something to hey, say. I'd like something to say, is it all right? And then she'd wait and now I'd be I'm like, just Yeah, come on. And care now she's sitting on top of you. <laughs> sitting on top of me. If you do if you go back and like clip it out, she's probably talked longer than me. Oh, oh definitely she said more than you. <laughs> Maybe more than you, even. <laughs> Maybe. It's not like me and you're co hosting at this point. It's like you're interviewing two people right now about their thoughts on this. It honestly is. It, I, t- today was a funny one too. It was like the business questions you know it was it was i hope all of our business advice has gone well for people Hopefully. anyways thank you all for listening if you enjoyed our advice today and you think someone you know would be interested in our profound and also comedic knowledge please share and show share the show with them check us out on instagram and tiktok if you need advice you can send us a direct message on any of our social media platforms and you can reply in the q a section of the episode on spotify i'm cody that's hunter and that's cassie y'all can help